welcome to the Evolved Stylist Podcast, hosted by Sarai Spear and Rebecca Taylor, two badass experienced hairstylist vets in their 40s. Get ready for a wild ride as we bring you hilarious anecdotes, unfiltered conversations, and a no-holds-barred approach to life, recovery, and personal growth. We're not afraid to embrace the gnarly work and dive deep into the woo as we explore the journey of evolving into our highest selves. Join us as we navigate the ups and downs, the twists and turns, and the wild adventures that come with embracing the hair industry, the healing process, and the relentless pursuit of our greatest good in this crazy thing we call life. Get ready to rock your world and unleash your inner badass with The Evolved Stylist. Hey, 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 Rebecca fucking Taylor. How are you? Motherfucking Spears. I'm doing great. Especially because it's January 1st, feels pretty cool, and I just got done with your master class. I know we're going to talk more about that, but I'm having a fucking awesome day. How are you? I love that. I'm having, I'm having such a good day. We are recording the very first episode of our podcast. This is something that you and I have talked about for a long time, months. I've wanted to do a podcast forever. Never really felt like doing it on my own. So I'm super honored that I get to share this space with you. And then we get to dive into what I'm assuming is going to be some really fucking incredible conversations here. How can it not be that way with us? I feel like we have so much in common, yet we are just obviously different humans. So there's a lot to unpack, a lot to talk about. We have lived some years and not just... Because we're in our 40s, because we packed a lot of shit into those years. Good, bad, gnarly. Oh, my God. All of it. But you know the funny thing about you saying you wanted to start a podcast for a while? Not me, because uh, it intimidated me. I didn't want to do anything. Um, I don't know. I think I was telling myself a story and a lie, that it would be too hard, too consistent. My voice wasn't important enough or whatever. But when this opportunity presented itself, I was like, fuck yes. You made me want to do a podcast because I know our private and personal conversations are so fucking amazing. I couldn't think of another person I would want to do this with. So I'm super excited for this journey. Yeah, it is. I, I think a lot of times we get held back starting things right they always say that starting is the hardest thing and when you think about starting a podcast you and i have learned so much and and we're not even we're newbies at this podcasting thing like hosting and urls and all of these things that we let that stop us we go oh no i can't i'm too busy i don't know what i'm doing i need this equipment i need this blah 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 and then we sell ourselves short we think we can't do it we tell ourselves these lies and then we believe them so you know starting a podcast starting anything starting a business going out on your own from you know booth rent into suite rent or becoming a salon owner whatever it is it's fucking hard it's so hard starting something but if you don't start it do you really want to look back at your life and be like oh, i fucking wish i would have done that or i should have could have would have and fuck no i want to go to my grave having zero regrets going god damn i lived a fucking awesome life and i did all the shit that i wanted to do so starting anything is fucking hard but here we are we are going to learn as we go and as we grow you are so right about that i feel like i'm gonna be saying amen or fuck yeah a lot it's in my head if not like audibly but uh, talking about the inception of a brain baby to getting it out into the world, 
is such a good topic. I mean, you and I were just dicking around with this mic before we started recording. We're like, ah, starting to freak out like we can't figure this out. And it was like a few small little tweaks. I had some shit going on my end. You had some shit going on your end. Your mic wasn't fucking on. My shit was in the wrong hole. And we're like, <laughs> story of my life. We're not going to get started. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But uh, anyway. It's just like we make things so much bigger than they actually are. And I'm just coming out of this serious season of thinking I can't do things, especially techie things, and um, discovering that I can if I just apply myself. I mean, we have Google. We have podcasts. I mean, I was literally listening to a podcast about how to make I was like, this is some inception ass bullshit. But I learned so much from the podcast and asking my friends and admitting that this isn't my strong suit and help me being vulnerable like i'm i'm out of my uh, depths here help me please um and it's been really cool to discover that i can do shit that never made sense to me before and it's very empowering and i know you and i both have done incredibly hard things and every hard or difficult or new thing we do i mean you can speak to this in a second but i just feel more and more empowered like why did I let myself stand in my own way for so long? And and now what I'm working on is the distance or the time between an idea, this shit being hard, and tackling it. Like, I don't want to sit in it longer than I need to because I know it's just, it's not cool there. I don't like it. I don't like the not knowing and the misery and just like, the hell am I fucking going to figure this out space? I don't like it. I don't think you're alone. I don't think anybody likes that space. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's, it's intimidating. And I think that's why we don't grow i think that's why we don't take that class we don't take that course we don't publish a podcast we don't jump into salon ownership we don't do so many of those things because like you said that space of being a beginner sucks can we just admit that right now one of the the mottos that i have in life i have a million as you'll discover on this show is embrace the suck now it doesn't mean that you have to like it nobody likes going through sucky shit but in order to become a master at something, in order to become good at something, what is it? They say it's like 10,000 hours to, to master something, a, a skill. So until you get to those 10,000 hours, you got to fuck up. You got to fall on your face. You got to figure shit out. You got to YouTube shit. You got to listen to podcasts about how to create a podcast. You have to ask your friends. You have to put a little bit of your pride aside and just say, listen, I don't really fucking know what I'm doing here. I, I don't. And so I'm going to ask for resources. I'm going to ask for help. And I know for me, for such a long time in life, I thought that asking for help was a sign of weakness. And I, you know, you and I both have past full of addiction, which I'm, I'm sure we'll jump into on one of these many million episodes. But I thought that asking for help was a sign of weakness. I thought being vulnerable meant you were weak. But it turns out, as we both know, Asking for help is one of the strongest things you can do. And so if there's something out there right now that you're like, oh my God, I've got this idea. I want to write this course or I want to publish this or I want to start a blog or I want to fucking switch careers. Do it. Fucking do it. Start. The hardest part is starting. So making that commitment to yourself. You know, this podcast came because Rebecca and I have had such beautiful conversations with each other through voice notes, through text messages, through Instagram, through all the all the avenues. And we have such beautiful, deep, meaningful conversations and we have such wisdom that we share with each other that we were like, dude, we should do a podcast. And that idea planted a seed, right? And then 
the idea planted that seed it started to grow and i was like bro we got like we gotta fucking get on this we gotta do this and even though i've never done a podcast you've never done a podcast here we are we're doing this shit together it's new we're figuring it out and we're gonna grow you know you said something i mean i'm listening to you obviously it's not like just waiting for me to say the next day i'm like taking all this in and this is gonna be so fucking hard for us because i feel like we're on the same page with so many things we're like and this and this and this but when you were speaking just then talking about like you and i have had so many like meaningful amazing conversations like you've helped me get out of my shit and hopefully vice versa like we have been that for each other and the point of the podcast is so other people can hear this, you know? And I know you were talking about Dharma in your masterclass today, and it's your purpose, and it's like your passion and how it comes together to serve people. And you put me on to the Jay Shetty book, Think Like a Monk, monk and right? Mind-blowing. I listen to that. I cruise. I just drive to listen to audiobooks. I wait. Yeah, I don't even call it. I'm going to reframe that. I spend money. I invest on gas because I like to drive around and listen to books. But that was one of them. And he talks about your dharma and your purpose. And if you can find a way to tie that into serving others and having it be not only for your own greater good, but like the greater good for the people that you can touch. I think that, and I texted you right after, not even after, I think I was in the middle of supposed to be meditating and I'm texting this bitch when I'm supposed to be meditating. I'm like, this shit's fire, you found your dharma. It's like the shit, right? Um, and I know that's true for you. Like we found it in different ways to be able to affect and touch people and heal people through doing hair in the past. and. For me, I've wanted to evolve because of my own healing journey into the space of it being more than hair. You same thing, right? So I felt like it was the natural next step or evolution to share our personal conversations um, publicly because, I mean, if it has helped us so much, and I know it continues to, and I think that's why we named the podcast what we did, it's a continuous evolution. Like, why not share this with other people? And let's get about out of our own way about for me, it was, this is, uh, how am I going to show up consistently? And also the techie shit. And I don't know how to do it. So we got out of our own way to tap into what our dharma or our greater good or, or I mean, our calling. It's essentially our calling. So, you know, got to get, get rid of all the fuckery to get to the true meaning in the core of what we really want to do. And I love it. I'm excited. And I feel like, God, how long has it been? I feel like we've been talking. It's already deep and meaty. <laughs> like we're I, listen, that's going to be the whole, I have a feeling that's going to be every single podcast we're just gonna fucking fast forward through the bullshit get in do our thing get deep and then get out but you know i think it's interesting that this word dharma keeps coming up because dharma is dharma is your purpose while you're serving others and and tying your passion into it had i not gone down the road i'd gone to down had i not done hair touched people through hair and then it was education and now it's through my education community and, and different platforms. And now, you know, I'm even speaking to non-hairstylists about healing and all of that stuff had to line up the way it did. So finding my purpose, my dharma, I've always known I was put on this planet to help people. Like even as a little kid, like I wanted to be a firefighter. I wanted to be a police officer. I wanted to be all these things that like helped people. So I've always felt this calling, but this this moment, I think honestly today, if I'm being really honest, um, I'm going to cry. Ugh, I thought I could get through one episode without crying. I think my master class this morning is the perfect example of being in alignment. I felt like it was me, but it wasn't me. I was like 
floating above myself, delivering this beautiful message, even as we're doing this podcast, I know, like, this is my dharma. I'm here to help people. I'm here to share the wisdom and the knowledge that I've acquired over my 43 fucking years on this planet. You know, you and I have both lived so many lives in our short 40 years. So I think it's it's part of both of our dharmas, part of both of our soul, soul calling to just to help people, to share wisdom, to share knowledge, make fucking people laugh along the way and let people know you're not alone. You're not alone in this shit. Mm, my God. Yes. <laughs> Amen. And I mean, I'm not you and I'm not experiencing it the way you did because it's personal to you, but I could see it be in alignment. I'm gonna cry too. I told you <laughs> get off of the thing. I was like, I'm crying from joy, from seeing you be in your power. Like it has nothing to do with me. But like, I was like, that's what the fuck she's supposed to be doing. And it's fucking amazing to see. Um, and I don't know about you. You said you wanted to be like somehow of service even before hair. Um, same. Like I wanted to be like, it was, if it wasn't animals, it was definitely caring for people. And then it kind of took like a, a negative or a toxic turn. And I was the saver, savior or martyr, like in a family role. And then to toxic relationships, I, it just took a, I became a people pleaser. I became what wanted, like what started out as wanting to help and be of service and like, you know, from a pure place. I think everybody innately just things come from a pure place. Like your birthright is to do the thing that makes you happiest, right? Mine took on a more negative turn. Um, and then I'd like people pleased to the point of depletion. And then I didn't even know what my purpose even was anymore. And so I feel like now... And maybe you'll speak to this too and be able to agree. It's like, it's not like this low self-worth, people-pleasing space. It's like, because I'm putting all this effort into myself, it's it's an overflow. You know, it's not like toxic. It's not bad. It's like coming full circle to where it needed to come from in the beginning. It's like, you know, I'm caring for myself first so I can care for other people the way it ought to be, the way it feels good. And then it doesn't feel like work. It does feel like my purpose. It does feel like, uh, yeah, I don't know. The undercurrent for me always has been being of service too. And I was in a recovery program after I got a rehab. Ooh, we're just going in, right? <laughs> we both have Let's go. Let's go deep, bitch. Multiple rehabs for different shit. Like I got out of my treatment center. And so I, I went into like a 12 step program and they're heavy on like being of service. It's like, I think one of the top three things it's like recovery service, whatever. And I leaned into the service part of it. So hardcore. Like I went and spoke on panels, um, to people also in rehabs. Like I, it helped me get out of myself. And if that's what it takes sometimes, because I'm mad, get in my own way. Like sometimes my voice, it's gotten nicer. Like I'm way nicer to myself um, internally, but even still, it's like this loop of like overthinking. So by getting out of myself in the form of helping others, um, it helped me sit tight and stay in the early parts of my recovery in order to stay sober. Like not worrying about my own shit for sure helped me. Um, and effectively take care of my own shit. I don't know if that's sounding a little confusing with the people pleasing or whatever, but it was pure. It wasn't like I'm people pleasing for being like any weird motives. It's like be of service. That's what you need to do right now. And so I get it. Like I might've taken this on like a crazy path, what I'm talking about, but like I'm meant to do that too in some capacity. I don't know what it is. It might've always evolved, but I, I love it. It fills me up. You know, I, I think it's, I think you did not take us on a detour. I think you took us on a relevant path. You know, <clears throat> I I used to think that volunteering was so stupid. 
I'm like, why would people volunteer their time to go, I don't know, work at a homeless shelter or whatever the fuck it is until I volunteered with a salon that I was working at a couple years ago. And we ended up doing like haircuts um, for the homeless. We ended up working in a, a soup kitchen. And it's if you've never done it, I want to encourage you to volunteer your time for for anything, whatever resonates with you. It doesn't have to be your local homeless shelter, something that resonates because there's something so beautiful about getting outside of your own fucking bullshit, right? But more than that, it's connecting with people who need it, connecting with people, especially, you know, serving the the houseless community or serving the the less fortunate. These people are happy when you call them by name. Like, that's such a wake-up call. Get the fuck out of your own world. Get out of your own shit. Get out of your own head. We all have wisdom and knowledge and intelligence and energy to share with other people. And one of the best ways to help humans is to go serve others. Whether that's, you know, serving meals or boxing up shit in the back of a fucking truck. Who knows? Serving others is truly the epitome of humanity we cannot do any of this life alone nobody gets out of here alive and nobody can do it alone you know these people that you see at the top of their game they have a team of people we as humans need people we need that connection and so donating your time donating your energy volunteering at places giving back you know like you said doing panels speaking to people who are in the same place that you used to be is such a beautiful way to honor yourself, to honor your soul, and to give back to humans because we're all so fucking connected. We are more connected than any of us think. And just being human, just being kind, showing another human kindness goes a long fucking way. Absolutely. Um, this this is something that journal prompt that kept coming up and kept coming up and it just like continues to come up and it helps me get out of myself a ton but and i shared this with our our good friend Aras um during i don't know it was a conversation we had a while ago um but you know if you lead with fear which is could be of all kinds of discourse it could be like the fear of the unknown the fear of what's going to happen the fear of being judged just like it's a not good place you know so in my journal um and it always comes up i pull cards that have to do with this i see signs that have to do with this but it's instead of leading in fear or with fear lead with love and it just is it sounds like all kinds of floral bullshit and just like real um like innocuous it just sounds like what are you talking about it's broad it's dumb okay fear love not really like if every decision is based in love um then the fear kind of quiets down you know, like if it's love, connection, love for yourself, so it has to do with the way you talk to yourself, um, all of it, every single, every single decision and thought, if you try to go the path of love versus fear and all the negative that comes with fear, I mean, I've, I've found <laughs> that my life keeps evolving in a better way. And like the more that I'm able to care for other people and myself and just like, and this is going to sound like a Beatles song or some shit. Just all you need is love, but it's true. I swear to God, like I'm sounding super hippy dippy and shit right now, but I mean, it, and it can be real pragmatic business stuff too. It's like, well, I want to like work with this particular brand or I want to create this course or whatever. 
okay, do I want to do this for like a loving, holistic reason? Um, love for myself, love for my potential self, my future, love for other people, love, love for wanting to share my message instead of like, oh, I want to do this. I need to do this because of like financial insecurity or fear or ego or whatever. So that's what I'm saying. Those are the two. That's the fork in the road. That's the fear. That's the love bit. But um, you know, it all ties together. I th I think being of service to other people, to yourself, it's just like a place of love versus the alternative. And I have in the past led with a lot of fear, a lot of fear of a lot because of our background and the different shit we've gone through. And um, it's like a, a level of resistance that is, uh, it's hard to articulate. It, it sucks because you already are coming from a shit place because of all of those trauma responses. Then because of those, you're like, it's, you know, like moving you to make certain decisions. It's like, oh, this sucks even more. It's just, it, yeah. Path of least resistance is definitely um, stopping and asking yourself, like, I'm doing this for love or because of love or for the alternative. Yeah, I think I found myself so guarded in fear and I, I couldn't even recognize it. It was, you know, I, I had people on social media comment like, you're so angry or like your vibe is so rude. And, you know, I'm like, oh, fuck you. I don't care. And I didn't realize that was such a defense mechanism because of all this shit. And because like genuinely I, I was afraid I was leading. I knew I was leading from a place of scarcity from I need to pay my bills. I need to do these things. And I, oh, I'm going to make fun of people with these funny reels or, you know, I didn't make the best choices because I was so wrapped in leading from a place of fear, I couldn't even fucking see it. It's only when I started to deconstruct that shit after, you know, I went to treatment earlier this year for my eating disorder. And that's when I really started to just fucking tip the dominoes. I'm like, okay, here we go. And I understood how people could see that I was coming across as rude or a bitch or a cunt or whatever the fuck people wanted to say to me on social media. There was this armor of fear around me and now I'm like a completely different person I do lead with love honesty integrity intention purpose clarity all all of those things but for a long time I know you and I were stuck in a place of fear because of our past because of our addictions our traumas all of those things but when you finally come out isn't it such a beautiful fucking thing Rebecca to look back at that journey all the shit that you had to go through to get you to this very moment, this very conversation, this very space in your life. And if you change one thing, you change everything with the butterfly effect. So even if you've been in that space of fear, you've led from a space of fear, you can fucking change that. We did. <laughs> and it's, it's not an easy road. It's not an easy path when you have to get really fucking honest with yourself. When you have to get, as you say, gnarly and nitty gritty. Oh, that's hard. That's really hard. And uh, it is hard. And I can think right now of three spaces just in the last three years that I'm like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. <laughs> so it's not like they ever, they just stop. But the, those spaces were all crammed together right in and around COVID and treatment. And then they, they like, how should I put it? Like I haven't, they're more spread out now. The more work that you do, um, the maybe maybe it's the less gnarly those times are 
or it's that they're fewer and far between. I mean, but they're not gone. You know, I definitely sometimes have to sit with myself and um, there's a couple ways I process it and it's for sure getting quiet with myself and like wondering what the fuck's going on. Can I be, I'm called to be honest about something. Okay, so, ooh, I'm gonna get emotional about this. I've got like mad ego shit going on right now. And so when you started your your masterclass this morning, I was like, felt physically ill. And it was, I was like, what is this sensation? Did I take too many vitamins? Like, what is it? But what I sat with as the thing went on, oh, I'm going to cry. Fucking actively currently crying. When we talk about I'm going to. But I was, I sat with it. And I was like, it's because that she has like a power. Like, in, and you're in your power right now. We come at, into it, we get out of it. We come into it, we get out of it. And I was physically ill because I was making it ego-based and driven. And I was like, look at her doing these things, these fucking things. Like, I'm not able to do them right now at this fucking, very, just like, it's just a blip, though. But because of that, I was just like, oh, it made me physically, viscerally, like I wanted to puke ill. And it was because of how uncomfortable I was in that moment. It wasn't jealousy. It was just, just like a, a mirror. And it was just like, ah. And then as time went on, like, I think five minutes. It wasn't like the whole hour. I was like, um, I'm going to share it all with you. I fucking wrote it down. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Um, it started lessening. And then the love started coming in. It wasn't the fear of, like, I'm not doing enough. It wasn't the fear of, like, a competition thing or an ego thing. Like, the, le the love came in. And I started thinking about my actions or, like, why physically, viscerally I felt ill like that. And it was just because I was very unhappy with myself in that moment. And then you said something. You were talking about the different journals and stuff. And then you had mentioned my name. And I don't know what it was, but I was just like, bald. I was like, we're in this together. We are all connected, like you said before, in this together. And we get in our own way so fucking hardcore that we make things about shit that doesn't exist like here i'm thinking in my head this is a story that i told myself that that it is like um i i don't know if the word's competition but there's like a i don't know what it was but in my head the lie i was telling myself is that it is like a competition with me and my peers absolute horseshit absolute horseshit every female friendship and relationship i have right now is pure and good but the lie i was telling myself the the ego in me like the inflated bad negative ego in that moment was telling me all these fucking lies and then it just like all melted and i wrote in here i was i'm gonna read it i'm gonna keep crying and i'm gonna read it too <laughs> um this is like putting my shit on front street i hope you know right now like we're recording a podcast and like i haven't even told you about this shit no didn't know about this shit no and this is my personal journal and i'm like telling you about it um so i wrote Okay, this is what I started writing before you had mentioned me in the 369 journal or whatever. The 369 journal. I, st I started getting over my own shit and I was like, Sarai and I are aligned. We are in this together. We're not in competition. We're in similar paths. She values and loves me as I value and love her. Then you said my motherfucking name. <laughs> like at that moment. And I was like, why? Like, why do we stand in our way like this? But we do. And I think being vulnerable how much more vulnerable can I be can you and the things that um you know we've shared about our personal lives and our feelings and and all that but I think um 
the real strength is like being honest first with yourself, which I did that. It's on the pages right here. And then with another person and, and how fucking more vulnerable you get telling the person this shit's about on a podcast. I just did all that. I just blocked out and now I'm coming to what happened? <laughs> what happened? But I know this to be true, despite the lies I tell myself, despite ego coming in, is that the people that are in my life right now, it's for a reason. And it's for um, it's for pure reasons and good reasons. And we all get in our own way from time to time. And the fear comes in and like whatever it is, whatever it is, trauma responses or whatever um, happens. And so, yeah, we were talking. I think I definitely took this on a turn. But uh, we were talking about how it gets gnarly and it gets good and it gets gnarly. This isn't even real, real gnarly for me. This was just an afternoon. This was an hour. This was just whatever. Now I feel like the weight of the world's off me because I talked to you about it. You know, I shared this with another person. It doesn't have to be days, weeks, months, years. It could be as quick as just being honest with yourself. And that's what happened for me today and what is literally currently happening because I can't shut my fucking mouth. So uh, I'm learning to get out of my own way quicker and quicker as time goes on. Well, I think that what you've shared is a human experience. We are, humans are hardwired for for certain behaviors and, you know, fight or flight. And, and then there's this competition that we feel with other people. So I, first of all, thank you for sharing so openly and vulnerably and and truly just putting it all out there. I That's one of the many reasons that you and I are so simpatico like we we just we put our shit out there um you know I I think it takes a big person to say like this comes from a space of ego or this is maybe jealousy or or maybe a little bit of competition but you know those are old thoughts and patterns and behaviors that they never go away Rebecca this shit doesn't go away it gets fewer and far between it gets easier to deal with because we have more perspective we have more resources as we go on but I'd be lying to you if I said I've never been jealous of you I've never been jealous of the things you're doing or I've never been like oh god sorry you're not doing enough look at Rebecca or you know all of our friends look at Roz look at Dawn look at Misty look at all the things that these these powerhouse women are doing and I'm like sorry you're not doing enough but the the difference between old Sarai unhealed Sarai and healed Sarai is I acknowledge it just like you did and I don't let it take me down that slippery path of I'm a piece of garbage. I'm a piece of shit. I'm not doing anything with my life. I'm fucking worthless. I don't spiral. And if I do spiral, I'm able to pull myself out quicker by sharing these things. You know, it's human nature to to have ego. We're never going to get rid of ego. We're never. Not as long as we're in this physical fucking body. But by sharing these things, by sharing these moments, sharing these stories... It lets people know they're fucking human. You're human. I'm human. This is going to happen. And yes, we are healing. We will constantly for the rest of our lives be on this fucking healing journey. And what we're doing is we're stripping off tiny onion peel layers at a time, exposing things that we thought we had worked on. Well, here's a trigger. This shows you, all right, fuck, Sarai, this is where you need to work on, bitch. This right here, because you're, we talked about it in the masterclass, the habit loop, that cue, that trigger that tells me I need to do something different. I need to escape. I need to whatever, right? So I think it's so beautiful what you just shared. And I, I know that so many people can relate to just this human fucking experience, dude. It's beautiful. And even though it started from a place of like yuck and, and you know, that's the or 
the unfortunate origin that turned into something what it is now, which is beautiful and is human connection. I am 100 percent. And I've said this before just now um, and this process of thinking about what happened earlier and writing it down and now talking to you about it. I am 100 percent convinced that like we are universally connected to push each other in some capacity, like whether it was like back in the day, me, you. And now currently you, me, and it's always going to be for not a competitive way. That's like, you are a mirror and a lesson for me to be like, what's going on? What do you got to work on? I feel safe enough to share that with you. Like, because of the paths we're on, because of our history, because of our, like, you know, the things that we've gone through, because of like the trajectory of our future and the way we're able to communicate, 100% convinced, like, you're my soul connection to push me to fucking push me i need it like i feel like we need those people in our lives but it's not a yucky kind of pushing especially if i'm being honest because i just shared all this with you like well we could talk about this shit which is really fucking cool i love it i i'm grateful for it yeah we we all need those people who push us to be better become better versions of ourselves ourselves like the friendships like you said earlier the friendships that i have now we can be so honest with each other where, hey, I'm feeling some type of way. Um, I just need to know, is this me? This is how I interpreted things. Being able to have these open, honest conversations, this is how we grow. You can't keep it all inside. You have to share this shit. And if you have friendships where you feel like you can't share that, it's time to start creating new friendships with people who you and I have each other's back no matter what. I mean, if something happened and we went 10 years without talking, I know that we could come back and we could reignite this fire and we'd pick up where we left off. Basically, it's so crazy, though, how, again, we're so connected. People are put into our lives for reasons that we don't even know for seasons and just being able to be honest and open with ourselves and to be honest and open with our friends, that's fucking huge. That is fucking huge. It really is. Um, last night, Chris, my partner, and I did like, um, like, I'm so grateful he's into doing this shit with me. Like, he, I don't even know if he was before. It's like, I didn't feel comfortable enough, like, verbalizing that these are the kind of things I wanted to do. Or I didn't even know I wanted to do them a couple of years ago. Now that I do, I'm easing into being like, hey, will you do this with me? And he is receptive to it. So I got this um, little list of different things. Like, you know, just, I don't know. Here's some of them. I'm not going to give you the whole one. But like, what did you learn about yourself this year? How was your relationship with yourself? You know, just kind of a rundown. And we, I saw you did this too. Um, had a bit of a cacao ceremony. That's what we did. Um, and then we just, I, I lit candles and I mean, he and I even talked about this later. I could see his face. He's like, what's this fucking ritualistic bullshit? <laughs> and, um, he did, he was, and, I, and at the end of it, he was like saying how, um, awesome it was. And there was a reason why I led into talking about this. You were talking about something before you started sipping your drink. And I was like, oh yeah, that happened last night. Oh, son of a bitch. I knew this was going to happen. I, I'm surprised it didn't happen before now. Welcome to an ADHD podcast with ADHD hairstylists. 
like, you know what? It is what it is. Last night was fucking dope. My partner was into it. I can't remember what the goddamn motherfucking shit I was gonna say. We drank a cow. It was cool. I'm gonna listen to this later and be like, oh yeah, that was the thing. Um. Anyway, I know that you did that too. Maybe since I can't remember it later, I probably will. Um. But you can talk about how your rituals were for you last night. I saw that you were by yourself. Like you danced it out. You did some different stuff. How was that for you? Uh, it was the first New Year's and at least 12 years that I've spent by myself. I don't know that I've ever spent a New Year's Eve by myself. Um, my husband and I have been in Montana for a month. We're preparing to move here. So we wanted to make sure we love it. And he got a couple job opportunities. He's got some, some interviews. So he headed back early. And I was like, fuck it, dude. We still got 10 days, bro. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy this. And I've got some friends coming in next weekend. So I was, at first I was like, fuck. I don't want to spend New Year's by myself. And I was like, no, bitch. <laughs> yes, you do. Because you can get weird and you can get woo. Not that I can't with my husband. But I thought, how do I want to bring more intention? My word for 2024 is intentionality. So how can I bring more intention into my life? So I literally sat and I wrote, I journaled lessons, things that I was leaving in 2023 and I fucking burned them. I cried. I had a cacao ceremony. I fucking had a dance party. My dogs were going crazy. They thought I was fucking nutso. I wrote my Sankalpa. Um, I wrote my visions, my goals that aligned with my dharma, my purpose. And I created this beautiful ritual. I didn't even know what I was going to do, but I, I just did what I felt called to do. And then I ended it with a 12-card um, a tarot spread. And it was so beautiful. It was so lovely. And I felt, even though I was alone, I never felt lonely. I just felt like this is exactly how it was supposed to be, how it was supposed to roll out. And listen, I was zonked out. The last time I looked at my fucking clock, I'm so ashamed to say this, was 7.30 p.m., okay? I was asleep few minutes after that. <laughs> Aim, I keep some weird-ass hours now, like Golden Corral fucking matinee dinner hours. I don't know what <laughs> I'm doing, but I'm sure I fell asleep before East Coast ball drop, and then I woke up, and I was like, is it 12? And he's like, no, it's almost 10 here. And I'm like, oh, you want to go to bed? Like, I don't, yeah, I'd rather go to sleep. But that ritual sounds really really good and something that's been coming up for me a lot lately is like sacred silence and it, it's probably because i listened to um what's this fate or um system of down the other day in that song and i was just and then it came up on one of my card pulls and i'm like okay i hear you but i love i do love solitude i i like spending time with myself and checking in with myself and i know what we should do instead of like getting way into like uh intentions and you mentioned it like what your word of the year was and resolutions and the new year and what you did last night um and you told me what you did last night but let's move into the next day wouldn't this be a perfect time to stop and then have our whole next episode be about resolutions fuck them or not fuck them i don't know what do you think but yeah resolutions. fuck them or not fuck them <laughs> Those are younger options. I love it. I love it. All right. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to stop it. We're going to put a pin in it and tune in for the next episode where we're going to talk about resolutions. Fuck them or not fuck them. Well, we're about to circle back and put a pin in it. See you soon. Bye. 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 <laughs>